Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. No website, no app. No call center, no way to check reservations. I mean, pretty much BC Ferries was your basic nightmare at the end of the long weekend. That was the situation for most of yesterday. Just when you really needed those services the most, it was when they were all gone. And here's one thing else that we don't have an explanation. What exactly happened? How are they going to make sure this doesn't happen again? So it was very challenging to get any information out of BC Ferries yesterday. We put in so many requests uh, to talk to the, you know, present CEO, Nicholas Jimenez, uh, the Minister of Transportation, Rob Fleming. I'm pretty much assuming that today is the day they're going to try to figure out what the heck went wrong and then we'll hear from them. But at this point, 24 hours, really too late for all of the passengers and the people who were stranded and stuck long lineups and just a whole lot of waiting and frustration just to get back to where they started from, right? How is this acceptable? What needs to happen? I know they said it was an IT outage. Fine, that happens. But come on, more of an explanation. Where is the plan B in dealing with situations like this? Well, joining us now is Jordan Sturdy, the official opposition critic for BC Ferries, also the MLA for West Vancouver Sea to Sky. Thanks so much for joining us. Good morning, sir. Have you been hearing about this from people? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You remember I represent Bowen Island. So I spoke to the mayor on the weekend. Uh, clearly an absolutely unacceptable situation. No doubt about it. What were some of the stories that you were hearing about on Bowen Island? I, mean, I understand that was just a complete nightmare. People were stranded there. Uh, absolutely. They they got over there and then didn't find out um, at all and that they weren't going to be going home until... Uh, that day until they showed up at the ferry terminal and it was, oh, by the way, there's no more ferries for the rest of the day. And that was also, that was a separate issue, wasn't it? Because there was the cancellation of ferries and then there was on top of that, the IT problem. On top of that, yes. Uh, but, you know, on Bowen Island, it, it, is, it seems to get the short end of the stick regularly. Um, I, and I'm not entirely sure what the situation is other than I, I suspect what happens is that deck officers are not available or short book offs and so rather than canceling uh, a langdale sailing or a, a nanaimo sailing they transfer the deck officers or the engineer onto the uh, from from a bowen ferry to uh, the bigger ferries and so bowen this is not at all the first time this has happened um we, we've seen this increasingly over the course of a uh, number of months or even longer so what what do you think needs to happen here? Like, I mean, you're an MLA. Have you been able to get any information about what happened? No, uh, nobody's really available. Um, they're, they're not particularly forthcoming. As you mentioned, there's no sign of uh, of joy or or the or the new CEO or or the minister for that matter. So it's it's pretty disappointing, and it's a it's certainly a disappointing kickoff to. Uh, to the summer travel season, isn't it? It really is. And people do not want to think that this is going to continue to happen. What do you think needs to change here? Well, I, you know, I have to say right off the bat that we have seen 
increasing politicization of this organization over the last six years. And I don't think um, it's improving the situation. I I believe that uh, you know, Mark Collins was a, a sacrificial lamb, which was, who had it was an unjustified termination. It seemed to me, Ms. McPhail didn't even bother to meet with the man before he, she fired him. <laughs> so it, it clearly was uh, was a, a political. Um, this corporation has become more and more of a political football as time has gone on here, but. You know, there's there's lots that can be done, and um, starting with the depoliticization, making making sure they're independent. But let's like right off the bat look at improving services or improving communication, making sure that people are available, anticipating some of these problems, backups on technology, um, and and effective customer support. I have to say, in, in terms of the customer support. I do. I saw the comments from the the, the um, Ferry Workers Union representative, and and uh, have to agree. It's it's unfortunate that they're the ones that are taking the the brunt of it. They're the ones that have to deal with the the customers that are concerned, that can't get home, that that have their plants disrupted, that that may have um you know, uh, well, there's no medical care on Bowen Island, for example. Well, yeah, exactly. There's no, there's no access to the health system. Exactly. But can anything really truly be independent when you are still completely reliant on the government, you know, for setting your rates, for getting money, for getting the subsidies? Like, you can't really have something like BC Ferries be independent. Well, it, it, it is dependent uh, for, to the government for about 20 to 25 percent of the revenue. The rest of it is raised through fares and uh, and other revenue streams. But government can get what it wants out of the corporation. It just has to um, has to cooperate and participate and contribute. And uh, I, I think it's, it's certainly eminently doable. You think that that is doable then to say, didn't we try that? Didn't we try that under the Gordon Campbell years? It didn't always work either. No, but I think over the over a period of time it did. I think we saw the age of the fleet go down. Uh, we saw terminals being rebuilt, uh, and, and the age of the fleet piece is a really important piece because that is that is a function or creates a, a, a um, impacts reliability of the uh, of the vessels, and that's part of what we dealt with with mechanical issues or a constant challenge. So reducing the age of the fleet. And uh, and improving their performance. There's there's much that uh, that can be done. And what we've seen here is that uh, over the last number of years, we've seen 15 of these projects canceled. Uh, and one comes to mind in particular is the uh, is Langdale. Langdale. Part of the challenge with Langdale is that uh, people and cars access and egress the ferry on the same deck. And it just causes delays and and, and uh, difficulties in terms of loading and causes um, uh, delays and, and ultimately ends up affecting what happens in Horseshoe Bay. It's all a, a, an integrated system. So they you know, certainly the lack of investment over the last number of years has, uh, I think, beginning to uh, to demonstrate what kind of problems we're, we're going to be facing in the future. And the forecast from the ferry uh, to the ferry commissioner from the um, 
from the corporation shows a fairly bleak uh, outcome over the next couple of years in terms of, of higher costs and increased revenue and maintenance and, and labor issues. See, none of that sounds good. Uh, listen, thank you so much for your time this morning. No problem there, Sammy. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's Jordan Sturdy, official opposition critic for BC Ferries, uh, BC United MLA for West Vancouver Sea to Sky, Bowen Island included in that, as he pointed out. Uh, and really, they there was a big hit on Bowen Island yesterday without any cancellations of sailings on top of that without any of the technology to book a place know what was going on even check the website it was a nightmare people were stranded it was so terrible to have happen on a long weekend so let's hear your stories on this because this is going to have to be an ongoing issue to get the attention of bc ferries of the government we've put in a request to talk to them still have not heard you know when are they going to tell us what happened and how they allowed this to happen. And I think the Ferry Marine Workers Union person was absolutely right. If, if the work frontline workers are having to take the brunt of customers' anger and concerns over that, management should be on those front lines too, right?